You're listening to The Roost Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Roost. Hello. I Uh, love how you do, like, always the nice, happy, like, hey, everybody, and I'm all like, hi. And you're like, just stay where you are. Ignore me. Ignore what I'm doing. I am not here. I am but an illusion. Ignore the fact that I'm petting the cat. Yeah, essentially that. (laughs) So, uh, welcome back to Squawk Talk, everybody. We have a new trailer or a new thing out for today. Woo! Woo! I'm sleepy. Hi, sleepy. Um, Hi. How are you? Sleepy. I I know you're sleepy, but that that's not uh, whatever. All right, so okay, <laughs> I don't like that as much. All right, so let's talk about stuff that's going on this week. There is the Power Rangers trailer. Oh dear God, I already hate it. Why do you hate it? Um, I haven't so seen it yet. Original like '90s Mighty Morphin. They were all like great role models, great students, and everything. No, now it's. You need to go to this to graduate, and you have to go to school with all these delinquents now. No! They never fucking- What the fuck are you doing? So you're kind of just like- um, I'm rage-quitting the movie. You can't rage-quit the movie. I'm the already rage-quitting the movie. I'm rage-quitting it. It's not even out yet. Give it, give it, it, it a it. shot. Give it a shot. Nope. nope. Fine, then you pay for the tickets, and then you're I can rage-quit like the You're acting like it wouldn't be any other way. Wrecked. Hashtag shots fired. Hashtag I'll spoil Pokemon for you. Hashtag I already spoiled it for myself, nerd. So, um, I guess that brings us into the next thing. No, let's is... let's wait on that because not everybody who listens for Pokemon. We talk about Pokemon every week. I know, but that's because we're getting Pokemon updates every week, and as soon as the game releases, we'll have like two, and then it'll drop off the face of the earth. Well, again. well let's skip it for now. No. Okay. We'll come back to it. I promise. We just need to not do everything the same way we've been doing it go next topic go okay so retro game con everybody retro game con we will be having a happy little five foot table only a five foot table well for you or for the podcast for me the business is popping up the other section as a vendor and we're gonna be next to it we will be next to the ever so awesome cape and cup cafe with all of your amazing collectible needs by the way, this episode is sponsored by Cape and Cup Cafe, but we not really. Act- yes, we can actually say that. I Fine. have permission to. Uh, whatever. And potentially 16 stone uh, brew pub. Oh, jeez. Because why not? They're the same freaking place. No, I'm sorry. I'm all sniffly. Give me a sec. Keep talking. Are you sniffly like Trump is sniffly? <sighs> I, I punch that you. <laughs> you wish you could. No politics talk. I'm sorry, everybody makes fun of Trump snuffling to the point that sniffling that the point that they're making remixes of it. It's yeah. beautiful. So that actually brings into the next fun thing about remixes. So what have you done in the past week? Ah, uh, Jesus. Sniffle mix sniffletons. Died, dying, driving, lots of stuff that hasn't been nerdy at all. Um, you're you're missing something. What's that? Your remix? Uh, I'm sorry. So please, please say that again. What did I do? Remix. Okay. So tell me more about the thing that I no, did. No, you tell everybody about what you did. So if you guys have been paying attention to the roost page. Man, you mm. really are tired. I don't sleep anymore. Sleep. Uh, so if you guys have been paying attention to the roost page, I posted a remix of something that's on our local radio show. Uh, 
it's like they did like a starburst like rap type bs so i was just like oh i can make this a little bit better and like remix it and kind of not even you can't even count as a remix i kind of just cleaned it up and that's up there on our page for anybody to listen to it it it's beautiful (laughs) i i love it so much it's certainly something i made sure little john was in it with as many yeahs as possible (laughs) exactly therefore it's a remix featuring little john i know I, i just don't know i'm so sleepy i'm sorry Okay, it looks like I'm taking over. Yeah, for you're gonna take the reins, today. and I'm gonna make comments. Go ahead. Oakity dokity. Okay. Oakley dokely. Oakley dokely. Go ahead. Um, so I kind of want like the second half though to be like all of Kaladesh Pro Tour kind of stuff because I can definitely talk a lot about magic for at least twenty minutes. Right. No problem. So I don't care. I'm gonna pop right into the new Pokemon Pokedex. Right. So, for those who don't know, we got the demo, which was live yesterday. And in that demo, they may or may not have accidentally given us almost the entire Pokedex. Um, almost all of the moves. Right. To all the items kind of thing. Um, some of the new things with the Pokemon, it's Pokemon data mine, essentially. Um, we have four new achievement ribbons that they have added. They have officially spoiled the what the starters look like, and the original Kotaku leak is in fact correct. Yes. Which I am in love with my little burb. I, I love my burb. Right. And it's so beautiful, and I, I needs it. And we have a whole bunch of other really cool things, which I do believe that our blonde-haired Pokemon stands out the best, being Dugtrio. Yeah. Chocolabro. Chocolat. I mean, he's pretty meme-worthy. He is just running through the memes right now, and it is absolutely beautiful. Um, We do get to see that there is, in Alola form, Geodude, Graveler, and Golem. Okay. We also now know what Pikapak looks like as its final form. And it is a Toucan Sam, essentially. Right. <laughs> there is a really cute little Pokemon, which I'm blanking on his name. That's okay. And it is so adorably cute. And he's kind of like this little tiki ghost guy. I don't know what his name was. I don't know either, but it's so absolutely adorable. Right. And I'm like, I I need this guy. He's too cute. Right. We also have a new, we have an evolved form of the crab guy. Like Mr. Frenchy McFrenchington Crab Bro. We have his evolved form. Right. A cute little critter. Some water spiders. We have the evolved form of Sandalit. Okay. And the evolved form of Wimpod, which is absolutely amazing looking. Okay. Um, I'm going, I, I, we have an anchor Pokemon coming in. We have a Nautilus. We do have. like super intense into all this Pokemon. I do. We got to see the other four. Shush. We got to see the other three totem Pokemon, like the actual, um, like the spirit Pokemon, and I am wholeheartedly in love with, with all the of them. clam. 
Oh, God. Oh, dear Lord, is it beautiful. Also, I'm going to really hope that we have a, um, like a pre-evolution form for the legendaries. I'm really, really hoping. Oh, we also have a new Pokeball. What do you mean? Um, somebody wound up getting the game to actually use it, where they threw a -a Pikapek out, and it has the same sunburst as when Sungalo, um, Sungalio and the Moonbat, I'm calling him Moonbat for now because I'm blanking on his name, and Moonbat, like, appear with, like, the brilliant sparkles and gazzling and everything and prettiness, and I'm making up words now because it's so pretty right same exact animation and it looks like it's supposed to hold the legendary so i'm gonna really hope that we have some sort of like specialty legendary ball you mean where like we kind of convince them to fight with us and then they grant us their power by using the ball or whatever yeah almost like the gs ball what if they just have a new uh a new power like a new like hey our power is so different. We give off different vibes when we get released from Pokeball. Who knows? But its animation was beautiful. Animation. Also, we have eight new. It's confirmed to be eight Ultra Beasts. Yup. Oh my god. <clears throat> Golem has a mustache and beard. Yeah, doesn't he have like. Oh, that's too? beautiful. Uh, the shiny forms were also released. Uh huh. I love the shiny legendary bat. Shiny legendary bat is like I haven't burgundy. Seen, I think I've seen it, but I think oh, I didn't it's beautiful. Other than that, like I did the first playthrough of the trailer. It was cute. You mean the demo? Yeah. It um, you can definitely tell that they nerfed the stats for it to make it easier. Right. Because there's also one thing that I do like, which I've noticed for those who have actually played. Okay. When you do an attack. And it registers as either effective, super effective, not effective. It right. actually tells you what moves would be super effective, effective, and they not effective. They spoiled that like forever ago, though. That I didn't fun. really know that. Also, if you hold L1 and A, it tells you all the different type. Like if the stat is a special, a physical, any of right. those. It actually tells you now. So it's definitely helpful like, instead of going into the stats, they built yeah. that in. Well, That's I mean, really nice. It's definitely one of those things that, like, we're going to have to keep looking into. You know? Um, What was the other really fun thing? I mean, we do have a whole bunch of the new items. You're only, you can really only use one Z-Power move. Well, yeah, you're only going to be using one per battle anyway. No, they only let you use one. Oh, also, okay. the whole Ashes Greninja thing. You, you know get a... experience for turning it into Ashes Greninja. What? Yeah, you actually get experience in battle. If it transforms, you get like 1,500 experience in the um, in the demo. That's kind of cool. It is, but I want to know if it's every time it does that right, or if it's or only just... the first time. Right. And I haven't really gotten to replay the demo enough where it'll do that, which just keep replaying the demo and you can unlock more stuff for the game. Right, right, right. From what I've been told. Um, other than that, they still are doing more and more data mines here and there. Uh-huh. And it's really, I actually enjoy it a lot. To the point, like, there's already You know there's a four. day two part of the demo, right? 
Oh. Yeah, they're doing it like the last demo. You didn't play the last demo. They reveal different events every day. Mm. Yeah, you didn't do it today, did you? No, I guess I'll be doing that. Maybe that's why it felt a little bit shallow. Um, so pretty much, just to give a recap, there's now seven... Oh, another th- weird thing. There's yes. no more HMs. That's kind of cool. They are replaced with... Um, Pokemon actually yeah, trained to do the Yeah, the move thing. info is scrubbed as if um, they weren't there, and three of them are now taught as <laughs> TMs, and there's no more HMs. Well, that's really so, cool, though. That gives you a lot more opportunity to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Fly is now TM76. Surf is TM94. Waterfall is TM98. Okay. And the rest of them were kind of... But do you, do, your, do you still have the capability of using certain moves outside of battle? I'm going to assume so. Like sweet set? And I'm like guessing we can. And dig and flash and... We'll yeah. say. Um, when you have to get flash to illuminate a tunnel? Yeah. So Sorry, we do have... Don't worry. There is a new in-battle Ike um, item. It's similar to a direct hit when it's held. Okay. And then you have a new cure-all medicine like a lava cookie. Okay, what is it? Um, We don't know yet. There's also a new evolutionary stone. Okay. So Doing... we're wondering if it's an ice stone. It hasn't been really revealed yet. We just have like the sprite for it without the info. Okay. Because they really just kind of put everything Maybe in Maybe it's there. a way to get Leafeon and Glaceon without actually having to do... The mossy rock and the Yeah, because then that would, they mm-hmm. would have to put them in every single game then. We have no new fossil types in this one. That's okay. Uh, maybe because we're getting the tiki types. Mm-hmm. Um, primal, primal reversions do stay and so does Hoopa Unbound. What do you mean they stay? Like, you know how you have Primal Groudon, Primal yeah. Kyogre? Oh, you're going to be able to put them in this game, too? I believe that they're going to stay as Primal. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's to make it easier to, like... Also, someone... They pulled out the save file, and they realized it's a lot bigger than the old save file, so it may be something very similar to what the actual game is going to be. Right. So yeah. we're speculating on that one. Weird, like you're in the inner circle. Very funny. Okay, so the new Pokeball kind of looks like a 3D... I'm going to say like a virtual 3D graph almost with little spiky thingies. It looks really weird. If you guys literally look up Pokemon Data Mine, yeah, you'll see you like everything. part four. Oh, there's a part four. Now I only watched up to part three. Yeah, I was. that's what I was reading off of was part four and just skimming through with no volume. Okay. So pretty much I gave you guys the whole rundown. Parts one, two, and three show you some of the items, all the different forms, um, unreleased trainers. We don't know who the other four are that they released in the actual if you watch the trailer. That's okay. So that is definitely something I'm actually quite excited about. And we have almost just shy of a month until it gets released pokemon gets released the the 18th yep we are shy of a month now we are in the final countdown yeah oh god we're nerds yeah well noda welcome to the nerdbird podcast how can we help you oh geez you're crazy so i'm thinking that this is actually a very fun time to pop a break and get into the magic mentality yeah well uh 
we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll be talking about magic. I also need magic. to drink badly. Yeah, and I'm all sniffly and getting sick. Sniffle so. McSniffletons. All right, we're going to stop right here. Thanks, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back from break. Hello. So I'm a little bit less sniffly right now and yawny. I'm kind of alive. Uh, Chels, are you there? Yep, I am here. Okay, so pretty much um, welcome to the half that is DOS magic. I guess. <laughs> so this past what? Weekend. Weekend. Okay, so I'm not going insane. So this past weekend was the Pro Tour for Kaladesh. Mm-hmm. And... I wanted your views on the top eight decks. Okay. So I'm just going to go with what they have on Magic Wizards, mm-hmm. just because I'll read it off so you don't have to pull it up. Um, Red-blue spells mm-hmm. with only Uno creature in it being a single Torrential deer, uh, Gear Hulk. The okay. rest of it, it runs Anticipates, Glimmers, and mm-hmm. a couple other. In the sideboard, it runs uh, TDs, which are Thing in the Ice. Mm-hmm. And another torrential uh, gear hulk. Then the next one, which did not come in, it actually did pretty. I can't pull what like st- place it came in. Mm-hmm. Was red white vehicles, mm-hmm. which is essentially your deck. Mm-hmm. So what can you tell us about your deck, Mister? I play this deck. I like it a lot. You lex it a lot. However, it only runs one Sky Sovereign. Don't you run two? I run two. So why do you run two Sky Sovereigns? You're asking me to think when I barely have brain power today. (laughs) But you're going to be playing the deck in like maybe an hour. (laughs) Can't you tell me a little bit about it? The deck performs the, the cards a fucking beast. So why do you play Gideons? I don't play Gideons. I play them on my sideboard. Alrighty. But what does Gideon do for your deck? So it becomes a 5-5 that can crew vehicles. Makes tokens that can also crew vehicles. So wait a minute. So Planeswalkers, as long as their loyalty points are the amount for crewing, can crew a vehicle? No. Oh. He can, Gideon's first ability makes him into a 5-5. Ah. Ah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Then we run the Thraben Inspectors. Mm-hmm. We run Toolcraft Exemplars. Yep. Which is, it gets plus two, plus one, as long as you control an artifact, correct? Mm-hmm. Which is what that Thraben Inspector is for, because mm-hmm. a clue token is an artifact, and it yep. counts for the buff. Selfless Spirit. Uh-huh. Poor K. Oh... Is it that little ability that says creatures you control gain indestructible? Mm-hmm. It's also a 2-1 flyer for two. And you can make your Sky Sovereign indestructible. Yep. Funky, funky. As long Veteran as it's a motorist. So read what it does. It lets you scry uh, two and enter yep. the battlefield. And when it crews, that vehicle gets plus one, plus one. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Depala. Mm-hmm. Just gives you, like, all sorts of happiness. Gives you advantage. Oh, yeah. I actually would not mind doing a uh, cosplay of Dipala. Mm-hmm. Let's leave it at that. And then two Pias, which 
pretty much make your artifacts as well for your buff on that tool craft. Declaration so, in stone. Mm, oh, on, going back yet. to PSR. Rewinding, mm. rewinding. Read the abilities on PF for yourself. Not the first ability, the second and third. Oh, that is beautiful. Pia gives your artifacts that little bit of a boost and allows you to clutch the game when it's over. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Yep. So what does Declaration in Stone do for you? It's the best removal in the format. Alrighty. Yeah, essentially the way that removal works in Magic is that you have to trade one thing for another. Always. You're mm-hmm. never getting free removal. Right? It's always conditional. Mm-hmm. Because it's conditional, you're always going to try to, like, kind of... You want to give them something that they don't immediately benefit from. So, uh, the way that you kind of get over it is by saying, Hey, we're going to give you clue tokens. So, it can be a mass removal spell. It can be a small removal spell. It gives you tokens for cheap. Or, I'm sorry, it hits, uh... It gives you clue tokens. It gives your opponent's clue tokens for the cost of a creature and a card. It's really good. All right, next. Funky. All right, the next deck on the list is Mardu Vehicles. Yep. Which really is almost the exact same thing minus the Sky Sovereign, really. Uh, it can't be the same thing. It's got tool crafts. It's got yeah, ravens. But there's a reason they're playing black. And they... that would be for the unlicensed um, disinterrogation. Uh, disintegration. Disintegration. I can totally read today. Well, so the idea behind... And you also have stuff that taps for mana. All right, all right. The reason you play unlicensed disintegration is because it's a little bit more expensive and harder to cast than uh, than uh, turn to stone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? But it it hurts a little bit harder. All right. Um, next one is White Blue Flash. Yep. Uh, classic deck control in the format. All of them control. Um, then we have Red White Tokens. Mm-hmm. Which tokens I'm surprised st- that you're not playing. Yeah, Red White Tokens probably would have been the deck that I really like to play, but I decided to go into another format this time. Now, this is the one that we're building for Eric. Which and that, that is Tamir Aetherworks. Yeah, Marvelous Tamir, Tamir Aetherworks, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, actually, I don't think Eric's building it because Eric wants to stick with his energy or with his vehicle deck, but that's okay. Um, so, that's... Uh, it plays kind of like Storm, right? You're ramping up as hard as you can. You're doing as much as you can, energy counters-wise, to get... Uh, to kind of, like... Lord, I'm sorry. Um, basically, you're a stalled controlish deck that your plan is to get as much energy out as possible to be able to burn stuff down with Aetherworks Marvel. Right? And then play that Ulamog. Yeah, because you're going to ramp through everything. Because you're playing like the Puzzle Knots. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just really good. All right. Then the next deck that made it to the finals mm-hmm. is Jeskai Control. Yep. Jeskai and Grixis Control are super good right now. Yep. And for those who didn't get to watch the Pro Tour, 
Mm-hmm. They pretty much went into a canceling <laughs> battle, essentially. Right. Well, that happens in most formats where it's control v. Control. Mm-hmm. However, how he won was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So Jeskai Control went to go and play a Torrential Gear Hulk. And he was staring down a couple other things and just all of a sudden just plays in the gate. And it was game at that point, And it right. was beautiful. So Grixis Control was the top deck, according to this. Yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise. Grixis is a good color combination. So is Jeskai. The, the format was very open to control decks that could really hit home. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, like, I never really, like, enjoyed watching it. I actually really enjoyed watching this one. Yep. Because it just seems like a nicer format to play. So the thing is, I talked with a buddy about this last night. Standard has a lot of powerful cards in it right now. And Magic's going back to the part where they are allowing powerful cards to be made. Which is why the set's pretty good. (laughs) So the next thing that I wanted to do was kind of like a... um, Almost like a review and recommendation kind of thing. Right. And we're going to talk about card sleeves. Okay. What kind of sleeves would you recommend? When would you perfect fit something? When would you not perfect fit something? For okay. drafts, all of that kind so of stuff. So feel free to ask me questions. Okay. Perfect fits are... Well, explaining also what a perfect fit is over a normal sleeve over a penny sleeve. So, so we really have three different sleeves. So No, because penny sleeves are technically normal sleeves too. So penny sleeves are exactly what they sound like. You, you get 100 for a dollar. You get 100 for a dollar. They're the exact quality that you think they would be. They're just plastic pieces of crap. Good for holding like a place out of something. Essentially, you want to hold cards. You don't want them to get messy with playing them, but you don't care how they... What the quality is, how they look like, as long as they're cheap, bam, you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, normal sleeves are going to be like anything that you buy from a card shop. Ultra Pro, Legion, yep. Dragon Shield. Yeah, What's that the new of, one that, that we got? That type of fun stuff. Uh, Ultimate Guard. Ultimate Guard. Um, am I missing a company? Honestly, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um. Uh, and then you have your perfect fits. Yep, and perfect fits are just the... Uh, exactly what the name implies. Yeah, they they are tighter card sleeves that go around the card so that you can double sleeve cards. They're smaller sleeves that are not meant to be played with. Uh, essentially, they're supposed to have another sleeve outside of it. Now, there's two different types of perfect fits. You have side loaders, which you load from the, the long side. side. Yep. The oh, the right-hand side, yeah. The right-hand side you load in from. And then you have the top loaders, which you actually put, put the top the card of the card yep. where the opening is at the bottom. Yep. And then you would load it in so that it's yep. nice and snug in its normal sleeve. So the the problem with side loaders is is that if you spill anything, it can get in a lot easier than if you were to have a, uh, a top loader. Mm-hmm. Because with the slit for the actual card being at the bottom, hopefully you can catch it before it makes its way down there. Yep. So it does, does a lot less damage. Uh, it's act, The side's actually exposed from the very top if you spill something with a side loader. But I like side loaders better. I, I'm agreeing. Like, I use side loaders actually to organize my button binder. Because right. I can just slip it in from the side and Well, boom, also they good. fit into sleeves better. So <laughs> it's really just personal preference at that point. 
So we do have, and there are a couple other like videos on like, oh, KMCs. Right, KMCs are pretty we great We completely too. forgot about KMC. GG. Right. Okay, so there are a couple different like companies out there. Right. And some of them range from about $3 for 50 of them. Mm-hmm. Up until you see, like, Dragon Shields, which are almost $11, $12 a box. Right. Um, Let's actually start off with Dragon Shields. Dragon Shields, you can either buy as 50 packs now or 100. Yeah, it used to be that you could only buy them in 100 packs. Now they're making 50 packs so that if you buy a 100 pack and then you have a couple that split, you can buy a 50 pack and fix it up. Um, what are some perks about the Dragon Shields? Um, they're higher quality, thus the higher price line. Um, they're kind of basically what people went, became the norm for people when Ultra Pro and everything else wasn't really that great. All right. Um, next one would be what are some downfalls of Dragon Shields? Uh, they gunk up easily. I was about to say the gunking up. I mean, realistically, that's it. They just gunk up easily, but so do a lot of other card sleeves if you put them through a lot of wear. Uh, they don't split as easily, so that's always fun. Also, the colors do seem to be more vibrant, and they do have a wide variety of both matte where the front of the card doesn't, it's not as uh, glossy as some of the other ones are. And then they do have the normal finish, which is the glossiness. Um, what about KMCs? KMCs were like the oddball that never really came around as much. They were like the black sheep of the family. Um, they're super high quality, matte, automatically matte, but you can buy them outside of matte sleeves if you look for them. Uh, they are high quality. Is like they're like Dragon Shields, like distant cousin. That's also like his arch rival. We're pretty much talking about the KMC Hypermats here. Yeah. Which is, it will say Hypermat on it. Yeah, um, and then there's like Super Standard as well, which is like just the non-mat version of it. It's uh, the Card Barrier Mat, which is a normal one, and then it's the Super Series, which also, is the glossy, shiny. KMC also has like their own Perfect Fits as well, if you really want to go that path. But they're like $8 for 80 or something like that, I don't remember. Whoa. No, you get like 75 or 60 or something. No, you get 80, 80 for in a package, I believe. Well, that's okay. All right, now we're going to uh, pretty much slip on into Legion Sleeves. Right, I've never played with Legion Sleeves. Yes, you have, actually. Which ones? A lot, actually, a lot of those um, RTFC, read the effing card. Well, I mean, I've never personally owned a pair um, that I've used extensively. A lot of the... And uh, Japanese anime girls are right. on Legion I sleeves. Mean, I never, I don't um, like Legion sleeves from what I've handled with other people's cards. They fade yeah. really fast. The designs do tend to fade. Yeah, they I, do. I'm not a fan of it. I personally have worked with them. They're okay. The the tips of the cards do they're, like to bend. Baby's first card sleeve. Yeah, they really are. And they don't gunk up, but they don't last as long. Right. I mean. Um, I've never heard of Max Protection sleeves. I actually uh, pulled up something that gives you all the major companies. Yeah, no, I've heard of Max Protection. People have used it. It's not bad. Not Next. bad. All right, Monster Protectors. Uh, I never used them, but I, I've used their brands for, like, uh, binders and stuff like that, and they're fine. 
Um, Star City Game Sleeves. Uh, they're kind of meh. Kind of meh. For a thing for... It was a market that they tried to get into that they didn't do pretty well in. Next. Oh, yeah. Just a quick thing that I'm going to pop out on. Um, Legion actually allows you to do custom sleeves. However, right. you have to order, I want to say something like 1,020-something packs of 50. Yeah. Of one not, design. You can't split good. them up. But there are companies coming out that you can do custom sleeves. All right, next. Um, Ultimate Guard. Ultimate Guard I didn't like. And I those got... are the ones that we got yeah. from Dragon's Den, which uh, is down at Poughkeepsie. I um, did not like them because mine were not cut properly. And they actually look the, at that. When I went there the last time I was speaking with the owner. Right. And I mentioned that your sleeves were cut shorter. And he was right. very confused. I'm like, I got the purple mats. He got the red mats. So one of the girls took them both down and put them. And she's like, Dave, they're actually cut wrong on all of them. Yeah. So and I it was that batch. So I didn't, I don't like them from what I played with them. I, from what I played with them. I freaking love them. I love right. the feel of them. They slide between each other beautifully. They have a very nice matte feel to them. My recommendation, I haven't played much of them. My favorite, Ultra Pros. I was actually just about to say Ultra Pros next on that list. Yeah, Ultra Pro mats are my favorite. What about the Ultra Pro Pro Slayer? Never used them. Really? So. Um, Ultra Pros... I do. I mean, I have my Legacy deck in Ultra Pros just because I do like the feel of the mat. Oh, yeah. It it just feels nice with the back of the card. They will slide in between each other nicely. I do have almost all my Pauper decks also in Ultra Pro. Yeah. And the nice thing is you can get, like, especially for Pauper, you're only going to spend maybe 25 bucks total, including sleeve and box. So you can get your yeah. entire Pauper deck. Sleeve it up in matching sleeves and baby's first deck box, which is like the cute little dollar fifty-two dollar deck box that'll say Ultra Pro that you can write what it is on the top or right. like Joe's deck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get them all in matching colors, which That's is nice. what I love. When yep. it comes to the magic stuff, you know I need to color code everything. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> um which also then brings us into Wolverine in Sleeves playmats. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really know this the brands is that well. Not even brands, but a lot of times you can walk into a card store, you'll see a whole bunch of different playmats, you'll see them rolled up, you'll see them out on display, you'll see some hanging up. The hanging up ones are normally actually Force of Will, which personally from all the playmats that I've either drawn on, streamed on, or played on. Right. The thicker decorated stitch force of will ones are the, probably the best hands down used. the best. Yeah, they're super fun, and it's worth the twenty five dollars you're going to spend on that playmat, right? Because holy frick, it is so comfortable. It's like twice the thickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want a good, reliable playmat, find one that's from any of the Grand Prix, the Opens. Well, those are all Star City. Yep. The Star City um, Games Yeah, they make, they make good mats. They do, like especially it. looking at your desk where we have one of them on the soundboard. And one and of them the on ones on the soundboard keyboard. and then ones as your keyboard mat. Yeah. Um, some of the custom ones are very thin, like mouse pad thin. But then again, a playmat's a giant fucking mouse pad. Yeah, when it comes down to it, it's just one giant um, mouse pad. 
for I'm actually going to go into a really fun thing of altering. I almost swear by Ultra Pro when I do my alters. Right. It holds the pigment nicer. It just works overall 20 okay. times nicer with the Ultra Pros. Alrighty. And it's a good, decent thickness mat. I would love to figure out what company the freaking Force of Will is. I would drop so much money for those. I don't know who it is, Chelsea. I would love to know. I know. And other than that, just like tips are make sure that you like say... I need cards for Magic. Magic and Pokemon use the same size cards. It's considered standard. <clears throat> a stand, exactly. Standard there we go. Size. Standard size, or the other one is Japanese card size, which is for Yu-Gi-Oh Vanguard. I don't know it's Japanese card size. I think it is. I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's uh just make sh- just if you're unsure about it and you're playing Magic or whatever it is and you're buying card sleeves, say I need card sleeves for insert game here. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to point you in the right direction of what size. And they'll give you the correct size, right. too. But other than that, I really... Oh, also, for those who have the magical uh, Planes Chase cards. Yep. Or the large Commander cards. Yes. BCW does make a larger sleeve. Okay. You can actually find them in comic book stores because they are... The company that makes comic book sleeves for the protectors. Right. And you can find them on there. And I also do believe that Ultra Pro makes a whole line. Just ask the store. They should be able to point you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. And it's worth having some extras around because they also fit the four by six mini prints that you can get at conventions. So if we have any artists order from there, you get a hundred works the great. It's what I use. Okie dokie. And I actually think that this wraps up for the magic session of it. I think that's going to wrap up this episode today because we ran super long with this section. <laughs> yes, we did. But so. it's kind of something that I've wanted to do. Kind of like a little mini deck tech talk. Right, 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 right. And if you guys really like listening to us talk magic and everything, Let maybe we may do a deck tech. Like once a month, maybe. I don't know. It all we depends. We rip apart a deck and everything. Right. Go over it. Who knows? Alrighty. So everybody say goodbye to Sleepy. Bye, to to Sleepy. Bye, everybody. Have a <laughs> good time. See you guys next week or maybe later this week. Who knows? Yeah, we'll be around. Bye, guys. Bye.